0: Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Relationship Key Week. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, And today we're going to talk about a concept which I think intuitively we can all agree with, but I was quite um, happy to see that someone had written a book and there was actually a lot of scientific study backing up this concept. And the book is called The Power of Bad by Josh Tierney. Um, I actually have written a short book review on it, and I have it on my website. There's a link in uh, my show notes all the time where you can see those book reviews, and I believe I do already have a review of the book and a link to it if you're interested in getting it. Now, um, this good-to-bad ratio is so fascinating, and the numbers can change slightly, but the basic gist of it is that you need more good instances of something to offset bad instances and this applies to relationships too and the number that um tyranny settled upon as a general purpose generic number right like maybe not perfectly applicable to everything but just for purposes of illustration is about four to one generally you need about four good things to offset a bad thing and I think intuitively we just kind of know this, right? You can have like all these great conversations with someone and sometimes like one really bad one can just throw everything out of whack and it takes a lot of, lot of additional good conversations to get back even to even to where you were before, before you can even uh, move forward. And this is important um, for leadership as well and for executive presence, how often Do you as a leader or just as an individual working on a team reach out to certain people, right? Think about it from their perspective and think about what people do to you from your perspective. Is there a person who only contacts you when there's an issue or there's bad news, right? After a while, when you see their name in an email or on caller ID uh, or coming in on instant message, what is your sort of visceral reaction? Right, Because every time they contact you, it's something horrible, it's something bad. It's going to ruin your day. Now imagine a different person who contacts you all the time to check in on you, to see how you're doing. Maybe your friends outside of work and you have these great experiences, you know, sharing a meal or maybe talking about a book or movie that you guys are both enjoying, um, guys or gals are both enjoying, excuse me. Um, and then they call you for something that's really horrible and difficult. And you have that kind of, that bank account, that reservoir of good experiences. How do you respond when they call for that help or they bring up the bad thing? How different is your response? than it would be from the person who only comes to you with bad things and maybe has never even come to you for a good thing. So forget about the ratio. Typically when it's bad bad bad, it's just bad all the time and and when they do try to um make small talk and and say something good, it feels forced, right? It it feels like they just read uh, some sort of uh, HR book or went to a training that said, hey, you have to off- offset the good with the bad. And so they're like, okay, I need to call this person and do something good. And I always tell people, you do not want to use principles and information this way. And here's why. The principles, the formulations, the studies that they come come up with, they just reflect, right? They just reflect. What is already happening naturally, right? Very organically. So although you could make the argument that things can be manipulated and, and techniques or tactics can be created, it's totally unnecessary and it's actually less useful than if you actually really care about the person. If you actually really like the person, then all these things will happen more Naturally, and you have to ask yourself, it's a tough question, right? Um, and I have to ask myself this periodically too. You have to ask yourself if it's so difficult for you to do these things, if it's so difficult that even when you're told how important it is, you just can't find the ability to do it naturally. You really have to ask yourself, why is it so difficult for you to care about this person? Why is it so difficult? For you to lead with a heart that's connected and open to people. And ask yourself, is that the type of leader you want to be? Right? And only you can answer that. But be honest with yourself and ask yourself, is there something going on that... It's not that other people need to be managed in a way or fixed in a way to make you a better leader and them better team players... Maybe there's something that you need to manage inside yourself, which will open all this up. So forget about all the tactics and formulas. These are all just sort of um, manifestations of existing universal principles. They're nothing that's been, There's nothing that's been invented or created by a really clever human being. They're just observations of what already happens naturally, organically. A five-year-old can do it. A 60-year-old can do it. Anyone can do it. It's not an age-specific learning. It's just relating, caring. It's being a human. So today, I'd like you to ask yourself, uh, and be brutally honest, right? When you reach out to people who you manage or people on your team, how often do you reach out to them just out of pure concern, goodwill, to have a good conversation? Or are you the type of person who only reaches out when you need something and ask yourself how would you really honestly expect that to be received by others right and put yourself in their shoes as to why they may um, not enjoy that or way why may some people may not care but in any sense i think generally in the general population people like to be treated um, not as a tool to be used but as a human being uh, and when you do that More often than not, you'll be surprised at the lengths that people will be going uh, to help you out of a tough spot and to go above and beyond. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. Hi, this is Joe the Connection Counselor. Imagine this scenario. The good news is you've been promoted, and now you have a team to manage. The bad news is you've been promoted, and now you have a team to manage. Managing other people can be a little bit like parenting in that there's no manual on how to do it, and often you can get different results depending on who happens to be on the team. And there's few challenges more difficult than having an insubordinate subordinate. And some people may think the easiest way is to just fire them, but that often doesn't speak well to your leadership, and it isn't always within your power to do so. So in our next Connection Counselor Workshop on February 23rd at 11 a.m. Eastern, we're going to tackle how to handle this tricky situation in a way that holds people accountable, gets good results, and also keeps high morale with that person and also with the greater team. If you're interested in joining us, please register. You can sign up at wwwjoquanjocom slash workshop. See you soon. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks. And the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, Access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Hi, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Relationship Key Week. So today we're gonna talk about what's the score, and this is gonna bring in some of the concepts that we've already been discussing and kind of um, wrap them together in a slightly different concept. So we've been talking about not being able to really tell uh, what people's intention is. It's much more clear what they did but it can be very difficult to tell why they did it, and it can be very hard to access that even directly through the person. And we've also talked about how this good-to-bad ratio, right, where uh, when you have it takes about four good to offset one bad. And, of course, you know, we want things to be more good than bad because relationships work better uh, when we're operating on that as a default. So what I'd like to talk about today in terms of what's the score and keeping score is that it's our perception of good versus bad that counts when something happens. So thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.